Hey, Illini fans, Doug Bouchon from Orange and Blue News, joining you on the Orange and Blue News podcast. And we're talking about our favorite topic here today, uh, Illinois basketball recruiting, always a hot topic year round. And we got one of the best in the business here, uh, Scott Burgess from Prep Hoops, Illinois, one of the hard, hardest working guys uh, on the trail and uh, one of the guys we trust the most when it comes to evaluating the talent that's out there uh, in the state of Illinois. Scott, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Doug. I appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. Uh, I know you're just back from an event at the Pangos Midwest Camp in LaGrange, Illinois. Uh, recap, tell us about that event a little bit and, re- and recaps, you know, some of the highlights from that event that you saw. Yeah, so the Pangos Camp is um, has traditionally been a great outlet for us to evaluate the top young prospects in the state, all kind of in one setting. Um, so this year it was... 2024, 2025, and even one special 2026 that I saw um, from Illinois. And then there's players from surrounding states, um, but obviously I mainly focus on the Illinois guys. And so, uh, yeah, it was. it's always a good event. Uh, Dinos does a great job as far as um, getting the top Illinois players. So, you know, they had, I think it was, I want to say 11 of our top 14 in 2024, the probable top four to five players all in 2025 were there. And then, um, yeah, there was a lot of good depth. So um, it was a really, really nice event. And it, just for me, it's it's always fun to be able to um, see all those guys in one place uh, over the span of, you know, two days. Each They each play three games and then they have the all-star games. Um, and uh, it was really good. I had a, I had a really good weekend. What, what players there popped out at you, Scott? Yeah, so 2024, um, James Brandon, Marez Johnson, the the St. Rita Bigs, they both played really, really well. No surprise, obviously, they're the top two players in the class. Um, you know, James, just especially in the in the top 30 game, um, all-star game, he was physical. He played really hard, like probably the hardest I've ever seen him. He wanted to block every shot. He wanted to dunk everything. Um, I think something I noticed about him was he handled handled it a lot more. Um, that I'd seen in the past out of him. He's always been more traditionally like a back to the basket, like very skilled guy. Um, but he was really putting it on the deck, um, uh, even pushing on on defensive rebounds. Merez Johnson, more of um, an athletic, um, bouncier foreman. Um, he showed some face up skills, but uh, that first game that he played on Saturday, he was dunking literally everything and um, put on one of the better individual game performances I've seen at that camp in a while. So it was good to see those two guys. Um, Nogis, um, who visited Illinois recently, uh, he played pretty well on Saturday when I saw him shooting the ball. You can see the athletic pop off off the floor. Um, Jaheim Weber from Normal Community is a guy that um, I hadn't seen a lot in person um, since uh, you know, we had the whole pandemic and I didn't really get to see him this summer, but, um, he's a top 10 kid in the class and he came on just Sunday, really impressed, physical kid, good body, um, knows how to score down low block shots. I liked what he did. I think that the strength of that class is the big men, Jaden Smith's another kid that's got some Illinois interest. He had a really nice day on Sunday, shooting the basketball, stretching the floor, um, and showing a lot of upside. So those guys were all really good. 24, Daquan Brown, Jaden Rena, the top two point guards in the class. Um, 
both were standouts as well. So 24 is really good. 25's um, Bryce Hurd from Kenwood, um, who has an Illinois offer, a big two guard that can really shoot the basketball, got it going from the perimeter in multiple games, uh, just so smooth. Melvin Bell um, also being pursued all early by Illinois, St. Rita kid, just super athletic, easy, easy acceleration, get into the basket, explosive around the rim. Um, and then Antonio Munoz from Whitney Young, um, you know, broad shoulders, really good physical profile early in the process. Um, and I was impressed with his skill work on, um, on Sunday, particularly. And then the 2026 that stood out is, uh, which for those who don't know, that's eighth grade, going to be eighth grade this year, um, was 6'8", Tim Winkler, who um, every, every, it seems like every year there's maybe the one or two eighth graders that come to the camp and like I saw AJ Casey there as an eighth grader I think I saw JJ there and like you can tell they're just different and he's just different six eight he can shoot it with ease um good athlete good skill so um one way 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 down the line but uh yeah so those those were some of the standouts it's never too early in recruiting these days right so he'll probably end up picking up an offer before he graduates from eighth grade I imagine yeah but, uh, you know, St. Rita, obviously, that, that team's just loaded with young talent. You mentioned the three 24s and, and a Melvin Bell, a 25. Those three, the three 24s all have Illinois offers. They all visited together, uh, Jaden Rita, Morez Johnson, James Brown. But what kind of reader are you getting on their recruitment, Scott? Who, you know, and is there a chance that those three could end up going to the same school together? And, you know, I, I know it's probably not a package deal. Usually, usually doesn't work that way, but – but uh, what, what's kind of the read you're hearing? Yeah, I mean, it's super early in the process. I, I talked to, I did video interviews. We'll get on the site with all three, but I think it's just so early. I don't even, I, they're visiting schools. They visited Illinois. They visited Ohio State. They're going to go to Notre Dame. They're going to go to Oklahoma. But it's just more like fun now. Like when you're a sophomore in high school, you're not thinking about where you're going to college. Um, you know, I would ask them like, what, you know, what are you looking for on these visits? And they're talking about like how they enjoyed the football game and, you know, stuff that at the end of the day is not really going to matter when you, you make a decision. They're all, they're all really good kids, but it's just so early in the process that like, it's not like football recruiting where a lot of these kids are popping super early. Um, it seems like the trend is going against that. And, you know, from when I first started, at least, I mean, I remember when Jeremy committed, Jeremy Richmond committed as, before his freshman year. And um, a lot of these guys were committing, you know, going into their junior years. And it just it doesn't really seem like that's where we're at now. Um, I think for those guys, it's just been cool to get out to see some campuses and see what it's about, um, you know, really just for everybody, too, because like uh, with the pandemic you know, nobody was able to go take visits for so long. Um, but I know those guys are just kind of enjoying the process right now. Um, and they have, all have bright futures and uh, they're really excited for the season. I talked to all of them. I was with their high school coach uh, quite a bit over the weekend and they're just excited to play. They're going to be at Highland shootout. They're going to be at O'Fallon. They're going to be at um, tournament of champions in, in Washington. I think they're going to maybe even Quincy. So they're going to be all over the state and they're just really looking forward to having a fun year as a team and, you know, showing the, everyone what they got. Yeah. That Highland shootout is one we always uh, 
both of us usually cover and I'm usually sitting right next to you at that event every year. So that's going to be fun again. And one of the greatest things I think about going to these type of events, whether it's camps or AAU tournaments is, is finding that breakout kid. One that you really hadn't heard a lot about. You didn't, you didn't really know a whole lot about him going into the event, but they just kind of jumped out at you. And did you see any, any of those type of kids at the, the Pangos camp? Yeah, I mean, there was definitely kids that jumped on our radar. Um, there was, I, I would say this, though, there was no individual one player that we didn't know anything about that I came away thinking, oh, that's that kid's like a top 10 guy we've never seen before. Um, Jason Jactus from Yorkville High School was a big man that really impressed a lot of people. I think we have him as a top 30 guy, but he definitely proved he was more than that after the camp Um, six foot eight. He's, he competed with, you know, like I said, it's a class of big men and he went toe to toe with those top guys. And um, you know, he lived up to the billing as far as um, you know, the skill, the, uh, the defensive stuff that we talked about this summer. Um, I think uh, Ian uh, Milicic, I'm not exactly sure. I'm not good with pronunciations, but um, from Rolling Meadows is a uh, one to watch. He's a six foot five point forward in the 2025 class. We saw him um, some with the, the fire this summer. Um, and he's just a point forward that can handle the ball. He's got a lot of creativity. Um with the rock in his hand. So I really liked him. It's kind of a guy that helped his stock. Um, trying to think, I think Daquan Brown was a guy that not a lot of Chicago people maybe were familiar with. He's from limestone. He went to Peoria um, high last year. He's transferred to limestone this year. He's going to play with the fire um, this upcoming spring and summer, but uh, he's one of the best players in central Illinois elite scorer creative ball handler that can get to the rack he's got range on a shot in the top 30 game he knocked down I think four threes in the first half um and had you know the crowd buzzing um so I think he he got co-mvp with James Brown so I'd say those were a few that um they were all guys we knew but I think that they helped themselves boost their stock this weekend we got the uh, early signing period coming up just you know the November signing period and uh, coaches are still trying to fill out their class, including Brad Underwood at Illinois still wants to add to his class, probably one more guy in the fall. And then he'll probably look to the portal in the spring or maybe some high school kids in the spring, but uh, one kid on their radar, 2022 moved in from Michigan uh, to, to uh, Th- um, uh, Harvey Thornton, Thornton township, um, Ty Rogers, a really good player. We saw him this summer with mean streets, obviously with, with AJ Casey and all those guys. And, he, he's a guy who really stood out to me, Scott. I really liked his toughness, uh, his ability to get to the rack. You know, he can knock down shots. Um, tell me about uh, Ty Rogers and what you saw from him with Mean Streets this summer and, and what are you hearing as far as recruiting goes? Yeah, you know, he's just a – I just love guys that are just tough. Like, he's to me, he's a guy that screams Big Ten wing. Like, Big Ten, like – three kind of combo four-ish guy that he's just so physical. He plays so hard. One of the best defenders um, as far as like multi-positional defenders, I think nationally that I've seen in that class, he's a really high level rebounder too. Um, And as a score, he's not like 
an elite jump shooter, but he's solid, I would say there. But as far as getting to the rack, like there's not a lot of guys better in the class just with his ability to get downhill. And he's got a, you know, a college ready body already where he can finish um, through contact with um, with consistency. And he's been a guy that we've seen, um, you know, Elite 100, Pangos, Prep Hoops camps, Prep, uh, you know, our tournaments that he was down in Alabama this summer. Um, I got to see him in the spring with Mean Streets up in Chicago as well. Um, yeah, he, he's a kid that I would want on my team. Like, that's the kind of kid you point to and it's like, I want to go to battle with that guy. Um, and I can see why, like, that would be something that, you know, Brad Underwood would really like. It seems like he fits, like, the um, like the profile of what Underwood really likes. Um, as far as his recruitment, I haven't talked to him specifically about it. It seems like um obviously Illinois he visited early in the process it's a lot of people thought it was like a Michigan Michigan State battle but it seems like it's opened up a little bit more from from what I've heard at least um I think Alabama's in there uh, Memphis um so I don't think it's a done deal but I know they're really pushing hard for him and like you said um they don't really have a ton else on the board so they can put a lot Right now, it seems like they're putting a lot of effort into him specifically along with the, you know, the 23s. And then they'll look toward the transfer portal for to fill some needs. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think they're in there. Him moving to Illinois has got to help. Uh, the Tim Anderson connection to Mean Streets. Um, Tim's really close with Ty Streets, who's not only his AAU coach with Mean Streets, but now his high school coach. Um, and, yeah, like I said, it can't really hurt being in Illinois and – um, we'll see how, how far the recruitment goes on, but, um, you got to think like if he's playing in some of those early events, um, and he gets to see kind of what the Illini fan base is like, as you know, like the, they travel to these high school events and cheer on their potential recruits. So, um, yeah, so it'll be fun to see kind of where his recruitment ends up. And now going into the, the high school season at Chicago Kenwood, has exploded with talent. Uh, they hired Mike Irvin as the coach there, and he brought a bunch of kids in. J.J. Uh, Taylor, top five kid on Rivals. Darren Ames, a really good left-handed point guard, played for the fire. And kind of a, maybe a little bit under the radar, Davius Lowry, a phys- physical kid that I really that I really like. And I think he's still growing. He might, you know, he might end up a little taller. So those three guys were at Illinois, at State Farm Center, to watch the line I go through an open practice what's the significance of that? Do you, do you think it puts Illinois back in the game for, for a guy like J.J. Taylor? Yeah, I mean, anytime you can get guys on campus, it's good. Um, it was something that I think Illinois has not really done in the past. They've not had a Midnight Madness event. or I mean, it's not. it really wasn't a Midnight Madness. I believe, you correct me if I'm wrong, it was like before the football game, right? Yeah, it was just a, it was an open practice that morning before the football game. Yeah, but any any kind of event like preseason, I think that that's the kind of stuff where you can focus on. You're not necessarily like preparing for an opponent and like locked into the actual game as much, and you can kind of give those recruits a little bit more love than you would normally do so um yeah to get the Kenwood guys on campus was huge JJ um he's gonna have a national recruitment I mean at the end of the day he's gonna have every blue blood on him um Calipari was in a couple weeks ago to see him I would think 
you know, they'll be involved, Memphis, et cetera, um, you know, Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas, all those guys are going to be involved at the end of the day. So just Illinois building that relationship and the fact that they can sell like, hey, the, the dude that had your uniform on a couple years ago, he's playing in your city in the United Center now. Um, so I think that's a big deal is like that you can sell that and something that they can sell now that they necessarily couldn't a couple years ago to some of those, you know, big time recruits was what they did on the floor and, um, to, for them to, you know, get on campus and see Kofi and see Andre Carbello in person. Um, you know, I think that's a big deal. You know, he, when we talked to him at State Farm Center or outside State Farm Center, uh, he, he broke a little bit of news, I thought. He told us that he definitely plans to go to college. Does that surprise you that he would that he would kind of shove off the, the uh, G League option this early? Because it, it seems like that would be a, a top option for him. Yeah, and I mean, to be honest, like, that could change in, like, a month. You know, like, I mean, just, just with all recruiting, everything can change. Like, the G League and um, overtime and um, – the NBL, like all those have essentially just become the same as, you know, you're recruiting against Duke and you're recruiting against Kansas, you're recruiting against the G League now. So they could turn up the heat at any point. I wouldn't completely rule that out. Um, but I mean, I, I definitely think he will play college basketball, um, but I, I wouldn't rule that out yet. I think it's still pretty early. Like if he said that a year from now, then we're talking something different. But um, you know, you never know. These these kids change their mind um, on a daily basis about everything. And 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 like the the crazy thing is is fans obsess so much about recruiting, but the kids don't like think about it all the time. Like it's not something that they're constantly thinking about. Like JJ Taylor's not waking up every morning thinking like, what's my top three right now. Um, you know, it'll be something down the line that'll happen that he knows he has to, to do. And he's just kind of collecting information at this point. You know, Illinois, I think at the top of their point guard wish list, and it's a priority for him in the, in the 23 class, they, they really would love to get Jeremy Fears from La Lumiere, former uh, Illinois high school kid. Kylan Boswell is le- there today. He's leaving today from an unofficial visit to Illinois, number nine kid in the, comp- in the country, Compass Prep. But uh, Darren Ames, I think, with the summer that he had, I think he jumped into that group. Uh, that's a, a primary option for him at the point guard position. I love the way he changes speeds and can get his shot. Got a really nice left-handed shot. And he's really steady uh, playing the lead guard. He didn't make a whole lot of mistakes. So um, tell me about Darren Ames a little bit, what what you saw from him with the fire this summer. Yeah, just an explosive score. Um, he kind of fits in that mold of guys we've seen in the past with the fire, you know, Io and Charlie. Um, just he can score from multiple levels, electric with the ball, especially in the open floor. Um, he's going to put up huge numbers this year. He's going to, um, even though he's on a team with J.J. Taylor, I think he could easily average over 20 a game this year as a junior. He's got that type of ability. Um, and he's a good facilitator, too, when – when, you know, he needs to dish the rock. He's really good in the drive and kick game. Um, I think he's improved as a ball screen player in pick and roll situations, um, especially, you know, getting others involved, but also coming off that screen and pulling up for a mid-range shot. So 
uh, yeah, he's definitely one of the more coveted guards in the Midwest. Um, also, I think what he brings from a defensive standpoint, um, he projects well on that end um, too at the next level. Um, but yeah, like you mentioned, you know, they're in on three really high level guards in that class. And if, I think if you come out of the come out of it with any of the three, you're happy. Um, whether it's Fears, Boswell, or um, or Darren Ames, like you got three guys from Illinois that are all top probably forty kids at the worst, fifty at the worst um, in the class, and to have a shot at all three of them, yeah. I mean, I think I think you come out with any of the three, you should be happy. You know, speaking of fears in Boswell, um, these prep schools are becoming more and more of a thing. There's new ones opening up all the time. They've been around for a while now, but they're just becoming more and more prominent. And uh, how much fun would your job be if these kids stayed home? You got uh, fears. Uh, Boswell's at Compass Prep is originally from Illinois. Uh, Mattis Buzelis uh, is out at Brewster Academy in New Hampshire. Uh, then I saw a kid uh, on Twitter today, 16 kid from Huntley headed to uh, the elevation prep in Fort Wayne. Never heard of the kid, but that's another kid leaving the state for prep school. Uh, What would this class in Illinois look like if these kids would have all stayed home? Yeah, and you can start with Amari Bailey, too. Amari Bailey, possibly the number one player in the country, um, was supposed to play at um, Morgan Park, and he left to go play with Bronny out in California at Sierra Canyon. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sucks to be honest. <laughs> like it's, you know, to see guys leave the state. Uh, I was with, actually, I was with Matas this weekend at Pangos because he was watching his brother. He was home for the weekend. And I told him like jokingly, I was like, Hey, you know, you got what you need out of Brewster. Like, how about you come back here for your senior year <laughs> and, and give the home guys a show? Because he'd actually, he never played a game at Hinsdale Central, like as on the varsity, he never played a game there. Um, so uh, yeah, but it, it's not fun to see all these guys leave the state and to think about what it could be. Um, but it's been like that for a long time now. That's why when I got the text about Ty Rogers um, a couple of days before it officially came out, I was like, oh, that's nice. We're actually going to get, one on the good side this time because we really haven't had um Marcus Levette was probably the last one I can think of that moved in state that was like a high profile player um and we don't really I mean in Illinois we don't have a prep school like the only like that type of prep school is uh Lake Forest Academy and they've had some kids over the years um there was a kid Nigel Hylton um that's a I believe he's a senior now um, he was going to be a top 10 guy in the class and then he moved back to Canada. Um, so yeah, I'm a little jealous of my, my coworkers who are down in Florida and get Montverde and IMG and, um, you know, all these different States that have these prep schools, but, um, we'll cover what we got. I'm looking into my crystal ball. I see Scott Burgess prep school somewhere on the horizon uh, loaded with talent. So Yeah, no, absolutely not. I don't want that <laughs> headache. Uh, you know, we're just about finished up here, Scott. And thanks so much for coming on again. Uh, just a rapid fire on a couple of kids I have on my list here uh, that I'd like your comment on. Cooper Coke from uh, Peoria, Notre Dame, uh, a kid that has an Illinois offer. And then, uh, um, yeah, just comment on him first. Yeah, we'll go on yeah so – yeah, so Cooper's a face-up four that can really stretch the floor. Uh, good in pick-and-pop situations, skilled. Um, I think he's a very good passer for a big man. Um, 
both out of the post and out of like when he's facing up hitting cutters. Um, yeah, I think those are some of his strengths. Top five kid in the class. Yeah, the kid with an Illinois offer, and he was in for a visit. Asa Thomas uh, played for the Illinois Wolves, I believe. Yep, he broke out in Jul- in June. Um, he was kind of the talk of uh, Riverside Brookfield. Uh, six six uh, two three. They can really shoot the basketball. Uh, great range on a shot, but he's he's got more to his game than just that. He's a pretty decent athlete, and he's he's really good at getting shots off from different angles. So he's not necessarily just like a catch and shoot guy. He's got like a little like Nowitzki type step back shot that he likes to use. Um, and um, he's, like I said, he can get to the basket as well. Post up smaller wings um, when, when those type of guys go on him. So uh, really good again, top five player in the class. I think we have him at three, I want to say. Um, so another really high level player. There you go. You have it, Illinois fans. When Scotty B says it, you can take it to the bank. That's the bottom line on some Illinois targets. Scott, if you would, before we sign off here, uh, tell Illinois fans you know, how they sub- can subscribe to uh, Prep Hoops Illinois and how they can follow you on social media. Yeah, so the site is prephoops.com backslash Illinois. Um, so Prep Hoops, we have, um, I want to say it's like 42 state sites now. So I've been running the Illinois one. Since 2014, um, we put out uh, over a thousand articles a year on high school basketball recruiting in Illinois. Um, and so uh, that's where you can read everything. And the Twitter is at Scotty B Scout, S C O T T Y B S C O U T. All right. Sounds good, Scott. Well, we'll see you out there for the holiday tournaments, man, on the trail. So uh, take care and thanks again. Appreciate it. Thanks, Doug.